Hey ho and a yar mateys. Oh, welcome back to Dead Men Roll No Crits. This be your intrepid, dauntless captain speaking, aka Patrick, and I a spy on the horizon. Four players who aim to meet me on the shackled seas. Oh, why I see Trippert, Rebecca, Seth, and is that could it be? Oh, it's Tyler. Hey guys. Hey. Oh, hello. Oh, I'm on my my hair is sea crusted and my skin is wind blown. There's but definitely I come some kind of crust in there. Tidings and treasures. Oh, your skin uh, is wind blown. Yeah, wind chapped. I guess I don't know. No, all right. Wind. I'll agree with winded. the chapped part. <laughs> Guys, 2021 continues to be the most amazing year uh, for for us forever. Uh, in, including the the fact that we are now a Paizo partner. Thanks Woo-hoo. to Patreon Woo-hoo. supporters. Um, Who's Paizo? Uh, it's this cool company full of cool kittens. Uh, I've technically freelanced for them before, and I'll do it again. So wait, um, we're being sponsored by like a kitten adoption. They're the coolest of kittens adoption okay. agencies. Yeah, I'll drop the bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> You better because I have a whole nother bit. It's the, it's the 2020s now, guys. And a hundred years ago, they called it the Roaring Twenties. And I want to know, based on what has happened so far in 2021, what are we going to call this decade? What's the moniker we're going to throw in front of 20s? Honestly, just based on our, not to get too into the sauce or anything, uh, but. Uh, I think I think this is Roaring Twenties Part Two. If I'm gonna be honest with you, <laughs> let's go nuts, folks. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think it's been I think it's been a quiet a quiet start. Maybe the Boring Twenties. That, that would really I would really settle for the Boring Twenties at this point. Honestly, I, I, I would love a a non <laughs> an uneventful Twenties. <laughs> it was a time where Does anyone remember what happened was... back then? Really, nothing, nothing, well, nothing. The, the I picked up a lot of that virus, that and decade. then everyone took a nap. <laughs> I I think that societal values are going to continue to crumble, and we're going to enter the whoring twenties. Oh my! Are you disrespecting where? sex workers, Tyler? <laughs> I mean, we could. Uh, we no, can only hope. I'm not. I, I got I'm all my disrespecting. My stinky I'm just saying, jokes out of the way. <laughs> previous weeks. Uh, yeah, exactly. I feel like all uh, all the good rhymes are gone, and now it's just like I don't know the apple coring twenties or. What something. about what about what what if we entered an, an enlightened age and we enter the soaring twenties? Oh, what oh about that's the, a good one. That's what good. about yeah. the? I, I see no flying cars yet. But. What about yeah. the adoring twenties? Oh, y'all are so optimistic. <laughs> thanks to I, I was, thanks to Snapchat so filters, we're all kawaii now, guys. With <laughs> Pathfinder Second Edition rules. Uh, obviously becoming the ultimate TTRPG of the 20s. I'm going to call this the high rolling 20s, baby. Woo! So. Let's get those. Good. I mean, I want to be a part of that group. I mean, uh, that's yeah, like Tyler, a partial rhyme at out. <laughs> Tyler gets two doses of the 2010s and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> or the early 2000s, uh, the single digits. I mean, Jabert oh, no. definitely embraced the high rolling 20s in our last Cosmic Crit session. I've never seen uh, an a m- individual on a mission as much as Jabert's dice rolls. <laughs> It got it got pretty it got pretty wild. I think I think that episode will be out by the time this one comes out. But yeah, yeah, 
Well, good luck this week. Um, we got to get back into it, Cap. Into the adventure Let's do on the Shackled Seas this week. Oh my, oh my, we are not starting out, dear listeners, on the deck of the freshly christened and, and broken in Tidebreaker, but rather on the deck of another pirate vessel on those very seas elsewhere amidst the, the, the Shackle Islands. And here we see on a, a brig ship, uh, the pirate crew of the Vorsfang, a ship, one of many, in the free captain Avamar Sorenash's fleet that runs out of the port of Olo on Shark Island. Uh, this ship, the Vorsfang, is under the command of Captain Reverend Longshank. And here, ab- aboard the the Vorsfang, we, we find a, a small crew on the, the top deck of the brig, um, putting the sails up to full out here hunting merchant vessels and other travelers to plunder. And on the top deck, we see a, a swab crew of four pirates just getting uh, finished in their, their afternoon or, or early uh, afternoon polishing of, of the wood here to a, a spit shine finish. Uh, a large woman of orcish heritage, a, a twitching gnome carries a, a pendant with with him behind him a curious sight in the form of a, a wretched looking small kobold and finally a very large brutish looking full blooded orc take it to the map folks here of the Vorsfang as we see them talking perhaps about the local scuttlebutt uh, perhaps that some other vessel has been out in these waters horning in on their their lines south of Shark Island and perhaps commiserating about the last time you guys saw any action. Uh, Let's go ahead and introduce some new faces to Deadman Rono Crits in the form of uh, four new characters. Who wants to introduce uh, listeners a a secondary PC, another player character uh, first? I can go. I've made a pacifist who only believes in love and puts garlands on the pirates every day. Oh, who who are you playing? Uh, <laughs> I need to check these notes here. <laughs> I'm playing Cliff, the happy pacifist. I, <laughs> I should have. Dang it, I want to make Cliff now. Cliff, the, fr- <laughs> the friendly human. So he's an investigator? Uh... Save that no, I, I, I think I, I think I would just make him a commoner, just an NPC <laughs> class. <laughs> oh, just like a few ranks in crafting to make the garlands, and I think that's it. I mean, it's a pretty easy build, uh, to be honest, for you folks at home. But if you want to make a cliff, your own cliff. <laughs> Tyler, what's the character you're playing here? So, sorry. My actual character uh, is uh, a half-orc named Kovic. And I have to, I forgot the last name. First name's Kovic. Last name is Reinhold. Kovic Reinhold. I'm sorry, Kovic? Kovic. Like COVID, K-O- but with a C on the end? Okay. No. K-O-V-I-K. Kovic. Is he, ni- is he 19 years old? No. <laughs> He's much older. Kovic. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kovic is almost 50. Oh, my. Uh, long in the tooth, they would they would say. Long in the tusk in this particular Orc. case. He is a yeah. He is of half orc descent. He hails from way up north. 
uh, near the Lenorum Holds. He has traveled down south uh, with, he is a currently holding the occupation of Bounty Hunter, and he is simply sailing the shackled waters looking for uh, various bounties that he has accumulated. Um, this is a decent way to do it, to, to have passage on his own pirate ship is a pretty easy way to gather information and look for his marks. Oh yeah, that's the best uh, way to get between these islands for sure. He is a ranger by class with a tea kettle dip into the fighter dedication and uh, what else? He is married, uh, was born and raised in uh, and I I don't know. Jabert might have to help me, or someone might have to help me with the pronunciation here. Uh, the Orkhold Beltskin? Is it, it Bel- Belkson? Belskin? I think. Belskin? Mm-hmm. Belskin. Uh, I don't remember uh, which way, where the Z is in that. I've only ever <laughs> read it, never said it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah I believe it is uh, represented in the um, uh, Giant Killer AP, right? Giant, giant Slayer? Giant Slayer. Giant yeah. Yes, of course. Of, uh, but yeah. So from Beltskin, uh, and he is married. He has four children. Um, but as he is neared, as he has come of old age, he is he is seeking his his final honorable death. So he left his clan, um, Clan Elka, from up north to to travel and to take on challengers and try to find a um, glory in, in fighting and have a and try to find a battle that will be sung about by skulls and bards uh, until, you know, the f- last age. So I'm sorry. Did you say he was of half orc heritage or full orc? He's a half orc heritage. Oh, did I get, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I got that confused. I think in my introduction. Okay. Yeah, so half okay. orc. I mean, uh, he's still of orc heritage, just half maybe three quarters. <laughs> he's got like, maybe three. Yeah. Maybe three quarters. He was raised by, Oh, go ahead, Rebecca. No, I was just gonna say I was gonna introduce my character because she oh. is an orc. That is a good. That is a good transition. Are you a full-blooded orc? Yes, she is a full-blooded orc. Oh, then I probably flipped you guys around in my <laughs> intro. <laughs> well, she is five percent Irish. <laughs> oh, that's that's I even mean, more we angry. Ignore blood. that part of her ancestry, <laughs> but sure. Oh, so we see a uh, a full-blooded female orc here on the deck as well. Yes, and her name is Sharga, and she was a sailor on an orc vessel at one point uh, who steered their ship into a cove, uh, perhaps a little greedy, looking for some treasure or some sort of riches, uh, and came across a black dragon uh, who wreaked havoc on that ship. And um, Sharga is the sole survivor from that encounter. And oh she swam out the back of the cove um, uh, through the acidic waters created by that black dragon uh, and is forever tainted uh, both uh, in mind and body uh, by that experience. So she is a full-blooded orc uh, barbarian oh who is goodness, seeking no. vengeance for her brothers who have been slain by this black dragon. So she is... Uh, on the lookout for a black dragon to, you know, uh, take down, hopefully. But maybe does in the meantime, she, hone her skills a bit <laughs> so that yeah. she'll be prepared next time. Does she know the name of the black dragon? 
Uh, that's the dragons have a tendency to talk about themselves a lot. I was just kind of curious if you yeah, knew it. I, oh my gosh, I wrote down the, the dragon's name and I can't remember what it was now. Oh, Malvagio. Malvagio was the dragon's name. Sounds Mal- arrogant. Very that's a, arrogant. That's a yes. pretty solid dragon. Oh, Malvagio, yeah. Malvagio was, uh, yeah, he was, he was uh, very proud of his gold... Uh, treasure that he had accumulated in his yeah. uh, hidden cove uh, and very protective as one might imagine um, and uh, yeah uh, black dragons for the record have a line of acid that's their that's their attack um, so that is why she was swimming through acidic waters uh, and uh. now has some sort of acidic you know ability uh, when she rages as a result which is oh, cool. cool. It seeped into the skin and, and it took hold, took heart. Indeed. That's like a superhero origin. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh my goodness, just nothing but mean. massive mean orcs on board this ship, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. who's, then, who's next? And then the camera pans to the left and there's <laughs> and nobody slowly, there. Slowly descends. And then the camera slowly pans from orc to orc and then further left and then... <laughs> And then quickly down, and you see a uh, <laughs> a uh, roughly three-ish feet tall, uh, copper, ruddy-colored kobold wearing fine clothing uh, with a black hat wrapped in a purple cloth and a silver coin, uh, covered in bones, fetishes, charms, uh, a short sword by his side, uh, an eye patch over his right eye. Um, he is far from home, uh, which for him happens to be the mountainous regions of uh, Andoran. Uh, but that's on purpose. Uh, he has not been captured. He is here entirely because he wants to be. And uh, if you ask him why, he probably won't tell you. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. And handing we'll, over a we'll, little bit we'll more. Out. Sorry. I was about to say, maybe we'll find out what he's here. Oh, who knows? And panning over a little bit more to the left and still further yet down, you see a <laughs> small yo- gnome uh, lying on the deck of the ship, green-faced and <laughs> absolutely regretting all of the life's choices that have led him away from Phrasma's <laughs> cloister. Uh a few things have gone wrong for poor Bartleby. <laughs> and here, here he is. Uh, Bartleby is a, a, a gnome uh, cleric of Phrasma, um, who was encouraged to go out there and see if, uh, if he could find new ways to serve uh, the, to the glory of Phrasma. And boy, howdy, has it not gone great for him so far. Um and so here he is, very much not of his own volition on this pirate vessel. Um, he is sort of always, he's constantly sort of desperately asking if he can maybe do some light accounting work downstairs. That would be great. Let me count the gold, please. Right, he'll do your taxes, like if pirates pay taxes to anybody. <laughs> uh, they um, have the tithe. Yeah, uh, to like the pirate king or the hurricane king or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so, uh, uh, but you know, I imagine those jobs are few and far between. So he's been uh, out there with the rest of them, climbing the rigging and 
pulling ropes and uh, it's 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 been a, it's been a rough it's been a rough uh, little while um mm. he is uh wearing his clothes are uh, mostly in tatters at this point and upon his feet uh, uh his dainty uh only newly calloused feet uh are clad only in uh some rope sandals and uh he still has sort of uh the uh capuchin uh hat with a buckle on the on the front um uh which is sort of his last remaining uh not completely destroyed vestment from his time in the cloister uh and uh he clings to it now um as the only means of uh blowing away this uh, vicious heat that is uh that is uh uh, blowing in with this, uh, with this uh, godforsaken um, uh, uh, wind off of off of this water. Well, if you uh, can't stand the heat, get off the pipe. Well, the, the first uh, chance I get. <laughs> <laughs> the Hero Forge figure you've put together looks like a post-apocalyptic uh, pilgrim. Yes. <laughs> He's got a buckle hat and uh, tattered clothing. Um, awesome. So obviously, these are not your normal heroes that uh, our listeners have gotten used to over 26 some odd episodes or so. Uh, and this is not the normal ship. Um, decided to make new characters and just start the entire AP over again. <laughs> yeah, we got tired of the other guys. So, you know. Yeah, I hope you didn't love <laughs> any of the. Listen, once you have a character go to zero hit points like four times, you're like, I, maybe I, I might have miscalculated my uh, <laughs> my ability to survive. Well, you might want to dump some more points into Constitution oh, we next time. We have many a tale to tell here on Dead Men Roll No Crits over the course of this adventure path and the 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 shackled seas. You know, maybe maybe you'll you'll wake up one episode and you're you're all fishermen in a small village that's about to be raided by pirates, and you take oh, the other side of the the coin. Uh, but right now you are. Your pirates on the Vorsfang in, uh, in, as I said, the Free Captain Sorenash's fleet. As you're uh, finishing up your your midday jobs here, the the Vorsfang's cabin boy, uh, known as Engraving Gary, comes along to talk to you all, and he says, "Why, hello, hello, hello! Gary's a name. Engraving's the game." <laughs> You all have been crewmates with me, though, since uh, our, our joining up here and impress gaining and incorporation of <laughs> tell, tell me, tell me, tell me, Gary, what what sort of uh, uh, stuff do you like to do your engraving on? It wouldn't oh, be like whalebone or anything. I right? anything you hands me, but uh, headstones <laughs> off the top of my head, plaques, ah, trophies. Great. I have a feeling. Locks. I have a feeling that this individual has a cousin named Jack. I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> I don't know anyone's anyone's name, and I really messed that one up. Ozzy. <laughs> I don't think I actually introduced my character's my name. name. No, no, Ozzie? and also that that also I'm not that, just that, guessing here. Uh, also, that wasn't him speaking. That's Seth speaking. <laughs> that, that is Seth saying that 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 I think maybe this individual has a relative with the name Jack. Again, could be wrong. Well, I don't think I, I am. I don't know about that, but I, I certainly have uh, uh, many a jackhammering in my day on 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 hard surfaces and graving things in them. Anyway, I uh, just wanted to say, uh, when you're finished here, Cap'n wants his quarters detailed, and 
the crap buckets emptied and cleaned. All the whimsical life of a pirate. Aye, 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 aye. Uh, Patrick, have we have, have any of us been involved in any of the fun aspects of pirating yet, or is it all just been crap, <laughs> crap buckets and? Uh... I think depending on how long you've been on the ship, you've definitely had some piratical action in the Vorsfang, taking on smaller um, trade ships that have come through, things like that. So. Some of you might have battle scars or a little bit of coin in your pocket. Perhaps you spent that in character creation. But um, yeah, for the most part, uh, pirate's life is not a, a glamorous one. It's a lot of work. 12-hour days, things like that. And no overtime. Wah, wah. You know the worst part about being a slave? You have to work all the time and they never pay you. <laughs> I don't know what the slave talk is about. Uh, the worst part of being press ganged is the... <laughs> The pressure, the pressing. <laughs> That's the only thing about being press gang. Uh, right, I, so... I think uh, I think uh, at being told that uh, more duty... Uh, ah, Get it? I <laughs> uh, didn't mean it. Uh, awaited them. <laughs> While Oz, you guys are... are Ozzy, which is the name of the kobold, is uh, mm-hmm. he would lean down and yank up Bartleby by the collar. <laughs> whoa, 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 yank up? How, how tall do you think this... this uh, uh, taller than the floor voltage. of the deck. Yeah, I was going to say on. he was part of Bartleby was apparently keeled over. Oh, right, right, right. Thick right. on the deck of the ship. So I thought you were talking about engraving Gary. No, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 uh, no. He's going to yank up uh, uh, Bartleby by the collar and say, "Come on, you're embarrassing us." No, leave me, leave me. Don't just go on without me. I'll just die here. Do you really want that? Okay. If we must swab. Let us nobly swab. All right, Sharga. <laughs> I imagine every uh, orc swab is like uh, 20 uh, smaller heritage 20 swabs. Bartleby swabs. Everywhere. Everywhere Sharga has swabbed, she's planed the deck. <laughs> it's lower in some places than others. It's like the Magic the Gathering card, Wrath of God, by comparison. It's just yeah. a, a destroy the board state. It's just gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kobe will will nod with Sharga's sentiment and, and say, at least Bartleby, we will be inside. You will not have to deal with the winds or the weather. This is something... So it, Enjoys, embrace that and enjoys. Right, right. You'll um, have to clean up someone else's poop, though. Well, well, yeah, it, it will get stanky in there. But what, um, what will you guys' characters' reactions be to the the ship's scuttlebutt that there is a um, another pirate vessel, kind of like in your waters, kind of honing in on the Vorsfang's territory? Eagerness. Uh, if it has been a while since we have indeed clashed, I mean, that is the whole partly hold partially hold the whole reason why Kovic is on the ship and it could mean that one of his marks is near, but it also could finally mean that his blades will <laughs> sing a battle song again, which is what he desires most. Mm-hmm. I mean, did, w- would your character express that to your, your three other crewmates here? Like, uh, would oh, you... Sure let up information about your your quarry your marks no i don't think he would talk about his marks but he would i think he would you know maybe also speaking to bartleby who is bemoaning existence just i was about to say just is, is one of them a 
a a famous terrible pirate uh, who's crashed many ships and has, <laughs> has wave Perhaps. tattoos. Perhaps any anybody who has yeah if he has uh, if he has bounties I don't know maybe not uh, right now but if uh, you know perhaps that one settlement that we had we uh, that Cassius and the crew ransomed out that uh, dwarven noble perhaps if they mm. put a bounty out for him he would have him as a mark uh, but no Kovic says cheer up Bartleby it is a glorious day where we will hunt down this pirate ship. And we will make them taste our steel, and we will earn glory in battle. Oh, I can already I'm see Sean's eyes twinkle. Oh, that's what I'm afraid of. I would really prefer not to. Oh. oh, but if you are lucky, the current the current book writer will die, and you will take over as the accountant, as you have so wished. Oh boy! Well, <laughs> that's me. I'm engraving Gary. Thanks. For- I do the books here. <laughs> Engraving Gary, I would never wish small blessings. I would never wish death upon you, but well, you just did. Maybe some misfortune, perhaps oh. blindness to where you cannot write no any longer, or a missing hand or two. Oh, that that's <laughs> definitely uh, uh, an engraver's worst worst fear is missing the hand. <laughs> Excellent. You've cursed me well, Kovic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you cursed me done well. Anyway, bye. Instead, instead of getting a hook hand, he'd get like a he'd get like a chisel. Yeah, like he hit his chisel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it would be, wouldn't it? Gary chisel hands, great. Okay. Um. What? What about uh, uh Shagra? Would they'd be Sharga? worried about another Sharga, another pirate ship? Worried about that, or interested in in meeting perhaps a worthy worthy foe? Oh, I think she's very interested in finding others who may be uh, eager to find treasure, gold, and perhaps someday encounter a black dragon that she can take vengeance on. Mm-hmm. That's really her goal. So, Is Sharga the type to where she tries to steer almost every conversation to black dragons somehow? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it's kind of a bit of her identity. I mean... In yeah, a very we're like having way. a feast. It's like this food is like, excellent, not as excellent as the flank of a black dragon on yeah, my table. Say, like, this eating. grog is too acidy. You know what's really acidy? <laughs> <laughs> Spittle of a black dragon. Yes. You know, when you exercise a lot and you feel pain the next day, that's the buildup of acid on your muscles. <laughs> and Sharga just pops in <laughs> acid, like from a black dragon <laughs> in my muscles. No, uh, no. Um. But no, I mean, like, you know, treasure is, yeah. is cool, too. I, I don't think she has any uh, real loyalty to her current captain. I mean, she's she's an orc. She comes from an orc vessel. She, you know, retains loyalty to that orc brotherhood that she that she uh, established beforehand. Um, and I think she maintains that to some degree and is fine with change. Wherever the, the sails may take her, uh, that's fine with her. Mm-hmm. While your captain, uh, Captain Longshank, is a an evil, brutal captain, uh, he serves an even more brutal free captain in that of uh, Avamar Soranash. Uh, I mean, if you're the free captain of uh, a place called Shark Island, you've got to be pretty brutal, <laughs> I imagine. Uh, but uh, yeah, Longshank runs a pretty tight ship here, and you've seen some some major acts of, of cruelty and there's a, a good many whippings that are handed out that perhaps need not be 
Uh, of the four yeah, of you, who I do you think? What that's like? <laughs> I was about to say, of the four of you, who do you think he's come under the whip the most, whether for dalliances or I, I can guarantee you, it's not me because I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> A single flail touches your I'm back, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and immediately pass out. <laughs> That's it. My gnome skiing. <laughs> I was I was going to say I in a strange twist of events, it's probably not Ozzy, because Ozzy's just kind of down to do whatever it, at this point. Oh it, yeah. I'll, I'll go to the bilges. I don't care. Let's go. Could Let's be Kovic. Kovic has a Kovic has a pretty high sense of honor. I imagine he has spoken up a few times that has uh found himself being whipped. He has spent mo- he has spent most of his life amongst the people that would not participate in such behavior. However, he was raised in a orc clan, which has a very strict hierarchy. So hmm. he is also used to s- not exactly these things, but much some of this attitude, perhaps. Maybe yeah. not the cruelty, though. Of of this group, I mean, it's possible that Sharga could be under the web the most. But I mean, I th- I think she is very much a rule follower. It's just that. Her loyalty, like, you know, deep down loyalty isn't necessarily uh, uh, to this free captain or for, to this captain even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's it's there's some potential that she could, you know, maybe uh, reveal that and, you know, it maybe isn't as loyal as they would like or uh, as as they would like for her to be. Um and therefore, be punished for that. But I, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think she would outwardly disobey. If that you're not that licking the sense. boots of, of Captain Longshank and and the the first mate and, and whatnot. Right. <clears throat> See, she's certainly not a brown noser to these guys. Well, definitely on. not. Let's keep it classy here, Rebecca. Boot oh, licker. Sorry. <laughs> Gosh. Stop talking about licking the captain's butt. <laughs> oh, what? Or sniffing the butt. Yeah, Um, I was was like, there we go. Speaking of (laughs) licking the captain's butt, as you guys get done cleaning out the captain's commode uh, and and get into the the afternoon sunlight here after those duties of detailing his cabin, uh, all of a sudden there are calls from the crow's nest of sails on the horizon. And most of the ship moves to a side, trying to clamor to get a, a view, climbing the lines, trying to spy what you see there and indeed there's some far off sails uh, coming around the, the crest of an island uh, but as you look back Captain Longshank has a very stern um, pallid reflection upon his face and calls out sails down forbearing to northeast and fast make way make way uh, that is a call out that would take you away from these this enemy vessel and not towards it and as you guys set to motion, get in the ship, turning tail about an hour or so later in the chase, you realize why. As lookouts and things spread the news of the danger you are in, as illuminated in the, the setting sun, you see the flags of the Chelish Navy hoisted above the enemy cutter. And knowing full well that this is more than likely one of their feared pirate hunting vessels. Uh, They do not play by the rules of the free captains, and if a chillish raid captured the Vorsfang, more than likely you would all be put to death for piracy. 
the chase continues with the captain giving up more and more distance between you and this enemy ship. Uh, you all are given tasks by first mate Sheila Lunatier, all while this chalice vessel draws closer and trying to lose the enemy in the, the shoals and reefs of some of your home territory of Shark Island, uh, it becomes less and less likely that you will be able to hide or outrun this enemy vessel. Uh, so the captain calls for you all to draw weapons and prepare to be boarded. As you uh, hunker down, you four are given the task of defending the top deck here. Um, cool. Well, they don't deck, call I, it the boarding say. 20s for nothing. <laughs> boarding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. A little, that was a very, very similar action that, uh, that we've done here before. And the as the cellist ship draws closer, uh, its name is called out. It is the famished mane that comes within melee range of the Vorsfang. Uh, and as it does, it lets loose a volley of huge bolts from its ballistae and hear splinters and, and cries of anguish as uh, members of your crew are, are hurt. Uh, sails are torn and lines drawn between the two vessels. And I'll reveal on the map for oh, some more enemies. Kovic is excited. Especially, oh, because yes. if he, if, especially if we're frontline, because that is where he wants to be. Of course, though, as soon as boards are dropped on the Vorsfang and Chelish Marines start charging over, uh, there is the, the lower decks here bathed in a unnatural mist that obscures the battlefield. Uh, and you can only hear the shouts of your, your colleagues and the clank of swords on swords and slicing through man flesh. Um, you see some Chelish uh, sailors swinging on ropes from their vessel as you are set about defending the top deck here. Uh, all you uh, can sense is the melee is, is not going well for your crew. Um, uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's make a perception check to start off some combat here. First official can, character roll. See what you can see through the uh, through the fog of war. My apologies. I've accidentally clicked on the perception button instead of the initiative button. <laughs> Let's see. Can I have people into the turn order here? Kovic is indeed excited. Oh. Got a 24. Uh-oh. <laughs> Are you going to refuse to play your other character if this one just rolls straight rocks? <laughs> oh, Cassius is great. Cassius rolls well, too. This guy will do more damage than Cassius, but... I give up all the charismatic that presence that Cassius brings. If I could marry the two together, oh my gosh. I'm just <laughs> hoping I hit. I mean, that would be a you're, you're improvement gonna over Alaris. <laughs> Alaris hits. Uh, occasionally. Sometimes. I think that I think that uh, Sharga is more likely to hit multiple times. You say that. Now you've, you know, jinxed me. You're but gonna, no, you're going to be great. And Sharga is also going to do much more damage when you do hit. Let I hope so. Which is kind of like I'll, this. I'll, I'll be, I'll be here buffing you. I got, I got your back, guys. That's true. We, we have, <laughs> we have a great, great supporting. Jupert, yeah. does, uh, does Barbara, you want to start back a little bit? Maybe. Oh yeah, way, way back. Yeah, yeah back maybe by <laughs> by Ozzy or so. Uh, right. Yeah, I was because originally I was over here and I was just like, whoa, no, 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 no. <laughs> is that where they're coming from? Then that is not where I am. <laughs> That's not where I need to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
All right, so we got the perception checks up here. I'm going to roll one as well. Uh, so we are in initiative turn order, as you see, climbing up the stairs and through the mist, um, what looks like a desiccated corpse, a living corpse body, you see, has Thanks. been uh, cured with sea salt and maybe wrapped with, with kelp in, in places, but wearing the clothing of the Chelish Navy. And uh, around its neck is a, a thick leather collar uh, attached to what seems to be a 10-foot pole pushed forward by a chelish marine who comes up the stairs. Uh, this is what well, this is what he looks like. Here we go. Some good old-fashioned Pathfinder 2nd Edition undead art. Oh, yikes. Great, guys. Um, let's go ahead and... Uh, start this combat off right. Uh, you notice this thing slowly making its way up the stairs, Kovic, and uh, as it pops up here, uh, you get to go first. Okay, I'm going to designate that as my prey. Mm-hmm. Is that and an action to do? That is an action to do. Oh. And you're going to hear it a lot with this character. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the things that um, uh, the three-action system in Pathfinder 2nd Edition kind of frees up is... Um, uh, I guess what would have been a swift action, perhaps, or a move action in mm-hmm. in systems past is just one action. You got two more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're going to use both. So, oh, man, I'm excited for this. Uh, so Kovic always starts the fight with his, uh, his heavy crossbow. That is a staple of his, mm. his style, um, which he has personalized over the years. Assuming this is the one that he got to keep. I mean, I hope so. I was on the ship mostly voluntarily. <laughs> um, so we're going to shoot that at uh, this creature. A point blank shot. Is that right? Oh, the creature is still. Oh, oh, I see it. Uh, yes. Yes, we will do a point blank shot. Alrighty, Go right ahead. Oh, I've rolled low. No. Probably mm. a miss here. Seven on the dice. It is. Uh, I should mention these these heroes are, are just like regular PCs, and you guys will each start with a hero point. Uh, I guess unlike oh. your your characters at second, you're, you guys are all second level, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. unlike your uh, normal heroes who had to earn those hero points, these guys just get them for free. Oh, awesome. Well, let's just burn it right away and re-roll that crossbow. Yeah, there's definitely nothing terrible so that's going to good... happen next in the turn order. <laughs> no, not at all. Not if I crit, right? 22, that hopefully hits. Uh, it is a hit. It is not a crit. That's, well, I figured not. I figured it wasn't. I think we have to be up in at least the 25, 26s for that to happen. Mm. Uh, 16 points of damage. Oh, yeah. You're uh, piercing right through with that uh, huge yep. bolt. Uh, right through this Sheliac's armor and uh, into necrotic flesh uh, seem to be blowing out uh, chunks of it at the backside of the armor as the bolt sticks right through. Awesome. Um, And then he is going to uh, let go the bow and use his final action to pull out his favored weapon, the long, 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 long greatsword. Oh my! Okay, I thought we were gonna have a ranged, uh, <laughs> multiple combat action, but it's sortie time. Uh, 
Well, before that, it is time for this creature to go as it's moved up here in the initiative turn order and immediately has a, a huge target ahead of it, Kovic. Let's start some attacks. What is your armor class for this orc? 19. Ooh, pretty high. Are, are you the highest of the, the group here? I am. All right. Let's... That is only that is because I, uh, Kovic wears breastplate. Oh my. Let's see if I can get around that breastplate with our first attack. It's coming at you with its its claws. And you can see like a, a wispy kind of darkness glowing around them. Oh, uh, first attack is a hit. And the first thing that happened is some slashing damage coming at you. So something we haven't actually had to talk about at all with the other characters, because none of mm-hmm. them wear armor, mm-hmm. is armor traits. And uh, each piece of armor has a certain armor trait, whether it's composite or leather or plate. And those traits correspond to some resistance for certain types of damage. Mm-hmm. Breastplate is plate, which resists slashing. So I am going to take some damage off of this. So, wait, so that's the that's the specialization effect, though, right? Mm-hmm. Are you that's something you typically oh. get later. Oh, is it? Is it? I just yeah, it yeah. It's a it's a, it's, feat, it's, right? a it's like a it's like it was a thing that like some classes unlock over time. Like <laughs> well, it's really, really cool. I mean, I don't. I, that's fine <laughs> that we don't have it right now, but it, that's really right. cool. Yeah, it's, I just it, thought it, it was part because really cool. that was just part of like its group. <laughs> yeah. Ha <laughs> Not today, Tyler. Hold on, because I'm just looking at the uh, SRD, and it says, like, for leather, for instance, it uh, disperses blunt force to reduce bludgeoning damage. It doesn't mention any... Like, yeah, I think you have to click further into it. It does say armor specialization effects. Mm-hmm. Um, it says certain class features grant you additional benefits when wearing certain armors. I think it doesn't mostly... do a good job of telling you that plate is a part of that specialization, but it does look like Jabert is correct. It's part of a special thing. Mostly fighters, I think, that unlock that kind of stuff. Um, right, which I think I, I think why I got confused is because I took the fighter dedication feat. Oh. So well. I think I will eventually have something like this, but I think Jabert's right. I don't have it right away. Tyler, I'm going to yeah. need you to okay. take that, uh, that full seven slashing damage from these, I will these things. Claws. Oh, claws. And... Uh, as you strike through, you just feel a, a darkness, a, a cloying, necrotic energy in that wound. And I need you to make a fortitude save for me. Second best save, but not when I roll a three. Oh, where is the zero points now? Nah, that's uh, fine. It's more fun to do damage. That is a failure. And uh, you gain the condition as your life force ebbs away from you. A drained one. Uh, you lose a number of hit points equal to uh, your level times the drain value, which is right now one, and your max HP is reduced by one as well. All right. Fun. Not too bad. Anyway, here as comes the second attack. Oh, let me guess. It goes up every time I get hit, huh? Oh, oh yeah. Well, it's your level. Oh, no. It's your. What did I just say? It's level times drain condition. So I'm drained one. So I'm only oh, no, losing no. two. You guys are level two, though. So it's uh, two times one. So you are down two yeah, hit points two. And, and two max hit My points. Max. Yeah. Keep forgetting you're level two. Um, right. And the second uh, attack is a six on the dice. And that is going to be a miss. That bounces off your plate armor. Let's go for broken. Let's uh, let's get that third attack in there. Why not? Ooh, getting greedy. Getting so greedy. Oh, it's a natural you, 20. You not that piece, greedy. You piece of greedy, greedy. Not that greedy, greedy if I roll boy. a natural 20. Greedy grew. Ooh. I can't. I can't believe you you somehow reached out into the cosmic universe to uh, 
to feel that. <laughs> uh, not good. Let me tell you that right now, because first off, oh, not that much damage. Nine points of slashing damage. How 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 is Kovac on hit points in general? He is thirty two max. Okay, so the max is going down a little bit. As uh, yeah. well, make me another fortitude save. Okay, again, second best should be pretty good here. Seventeen twenty five. Oh, maybe a critical success. Uh, yes, yeah, so nothing. Nothing uh, new, unfortunately. But very good that you don't uh, increase that drained condition even more because that would be drained too. So you get four hit points off, four off your max. But still, um, what did I do here? Yeah, it didn't do much. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Not nine points. uh, 13 points of damage on that hit. I was like, how how did I do almost as much damage on the single? Uh, Each of these is D6 plus four. Okay. Uh, so yeah, little little down, but you're you're definitely bloodied at this point. Yep. All right, that is this creature's turn. Uh, next up is Bartleby. No, back up oh, maybe a right. deck here, <laughs> away from the the front line. What would you like to do? Um, let's see here. Well, I would love to heal a friend, but but Phrasma commands that I destroy undead. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to uh, want to figure out what this thing is, or I would. I mean, that's a that's an action could... to do that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's undead. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I yeah, it's very clearly undead, right? It is. It's, uh, but do you, Jabert, know what this thing is? Uh, no, no, Jabert does not know what this thing is. All right, um, there's, there could be some vital information up. All right, I'll roll a religion. I'll take. I'll spend hey! an action doing that. All right. One thing I love about the monsters in um, the Pathfinder Second Edition Best Series. It gives you that recall knowledge DC right away. Uh, this mm. is DC 18 for this creature. Nice. So I rolled a 20. So would you like to uh, ask something specific about me, or do you want me to tell you what I think is probably the I most? Will, I will let important. you tell me what what perhaps Bartleby would be the most interested in. Oh well, what do you think? I don't know. Uh, Bar- I, don't, I don't know Bartleby that well. We just started Neither playing. Do I? <laughs> but um, perhaps the most important piece of information about this white is an undead white. Mm. Is that it has a reaction uh, triggered when it is reduced to zero hit points right before you destroy it. That it uh, makes a single strike before being destroyed. And ah. Um, uh, it, yeah, it just gets kind of a a final just one last swipe. Swipe. Uh, I, I should also mention as you're taking a look over it and it's clawing into your crewmate Kovic here. It also seems to be gaining strength. You see, maybe uh, it doesn't seem to care as much about this bolt wound in its chest. Well, maybe I'll just have to do something about that. Yeah. Well, uh, what did, what does a, a priest of Phrasma have in in these these trying times. I mean, so oh gosh. You know for a fact that healing magic Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, I was planning on doing this. Disrupt Undead, but mm. um, I'm trying to save save that heal for a later day, but or a rainy day, but mm-hmm. I mean, a heal would do substantially more, I think. Does that require? Oh well, you you can do a heal from afar. Yeah, I can do it at range. Yeah. Um, one second, let me think. I need to make sure I understand how healing works like that. 
Okay, that's a basic fortitude save. Okay, yeah, I'll 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 drop a I'll drop a heal. I'm gonna drop a heal on that fool. Okay, so at range, what is your fort? Uh, what uh, fort DC? I should say. Uh, Eighteen is the fortitude DC. Uh, okay, let's roll that up. Come on, roll that one. Roll that one. Oh, Ooh, not a one. I'm sorry. What's the DC? Eighteen. Uh, it just made it. So was that for half? Mm-hmm. Twelve points. So uh, six points. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see the damage. Um, oh, so you rolled yeah twelve. So yeah, it's all right. Half. There. Okay. Yeah, that that is gonna stick. Uh, let's see here. As you see, yeah, the the kind of bluish purplish light of phrasma coming out, and uh, instead of healing your your pirate crewmates, which you have done, I'm sure many times here on the Vorsfang, you see just giant rends being cleft in this thing's uh, shoulder, almost tearing its arm off. Um, do you have a, another action? Oh no, that's three. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah I boom, did boom, the thing. Oh boy, then we're on to Sharga, who's also standing right next to this creature. Yeah, Sharga is going to say, the best defense is a good attack. And she's going to enter <laughs> a rage state. Oh boy. And that is an action to enter into. Starting up first part of combat here. I can, I think I can guess what the second action, but I, maybe you'll surprise I mean, me. Probably uh, pull her great axe up into the air oh, and swing I, it. I imagine you, you'd have that out already, you know, the ship being boarded and all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she definitely has it pulled out. Mm-hmm. I just mean oh. lift it above her head and mm. take a massive swing at this undead being or whatever it is. She doesn't even care. She's just going to rage oh, yeah. at it. Well, describing it thusly, obviously, this is going to be a huge hit. I mean... Hopefully. That's a oh, 15. No. Oh, no. That's not even... I'm going to re-roll that. Gonna, Let oh me re-roll boy. that. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Would you roll? Oh, oh that's even oh, worse. No. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, Rebecca. Oh, your new character's already cursed. <laughs> a natural one. What oh, is no. that? Sharga's not going not gonna to help out here. Uh, second attack, perhaps? <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. Oh, oh there. It's a Oh, this guy needs some help here. I was about to say that is that is a hit. All right, that does eleven slashing damage. Okay, that is Ooh. needed, as that'll put this guy into a bloodied state. As you have pierced, slashed, and magically destroyed parts of this white. Um, oh, by the way, when I'm mm-hmm. in rage, I can change my weapon type to acid, I think. I'm not super clear on how this works, but I can oh change it to eyes. acid because of my dragon instinct. Mm. I don't know that's if that's in addition to bludgeoning or in or slashing or if it's instead of fla- slashing or how that works. But. Mm, we need oh, to look please. that up, but uh, if you don't do it on this one, you can tell that, that, uh, that slashing works just fine in destroying this, right. this undead. Um, awesome. That brings us to the bottom of the turn order. On to Ozzy. Uh, Seth. Indeed. So, um... Are, are you looking this this guy like a uh, a prize pool from a, um, an arcade? Just like, he's just full of fetishes and, and, and creepy bits he can pull off his, his corpse. He hasn't really had any good experiences with Chaliax. 
mm-hmm. or, or Chalaxian folk in general. Oh, from so. being from uh, Indorn, definitely not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I guess right now what I'm doing here is I'm trying to observe the battlefield. I have some questions for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I appear to be on the stern castle. Or yeah, castle. you're you're like up a, a level here. Um, mm-hmm. You can you can easily walk down and get within range of this guy if you need to. Uh, would it be difficult to go down the banister on the side? Like, what methods do I have to approach this thing that might not trigger an attack of opportunity? I guess. Um, yeah, you can just kind of walk past Sharga and uh, get up into its its range. Ultimately, or, my, or walk my, around my goal is to, to kind of get on this side. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to do that, it might be a little bit of a uh, a jump from the uh, the stern castle or the, the top of the ship here. Uh, okay. It's only about 10 feet or so, so I think to negate... Um, the five points of damage. Let's go to the. Let's go to skills. <laughs> I think it's acrobatics, right? Is that an acro? Oh yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. No, wait, is it? Pretty sure. Oh, so I mean, it could be athletics. I think it's part of uh, Rebecca. To Rebecca, to answer your question, you have the option to change your weapon's damage to match your dragon typing, like one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah like it's it like just, either slashing huge. or acid, right? Or that's huge. Acid. When you the well, and what's important is when you make it acid, your attack becomes magically typed as well. Yeah. So that's also really cool. Yeah, it gets the arcane and evocation traits. Yes. So. And it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, negating damage from a fall, I think, is uh, you want to do a um, a leap, a a strategic leap downwards. Okay. Uh, so that will be an athletics or how, okay. how is your character with athletics? Not the best. I was looking to see if maybe there was a way I could like slide down the railing or, or, or perhaps utilize acrobatics instead. But if athletics are what it takes, then that's what it'll do. Um, um, I, I will say if, if you want to try an acrobatics down, um, you know, swinging down a rope or the the lines here, sure, uh, might be a little bit more difficult. But um, yeah, you can do that. Okay. You're going to the side of the ship. There are many lines heading that way. Indeed. Uh, let's go ahead and give that a roll. That's not good. Uh, let's use that hero point. <laughs> yeah, that's worse. Oh, you did no. exactly what Rebecca did. I did exactly the same thing Sharga did. So there's good news and bad news is uh-huh. uh, yeah. one, you make it down there, mm-hmm. um, but I think you you definitely fall prone uh, as you get behind this thing. Uh, so that will be another action to stand up unless you have some special. <laughs> he's going to try to make it look like he did it on purpose. <laughs> uh, he, he's got and his. You just his, stand there with your 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 head on your uh, uh, your hand and kind of like cock your your elbow out and like hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he's got he's got his dagger. Well, yeah, he's got his dagger in his right hand and his left hand. He was uh, uh, kind of uh, winding up a little bit. He's got some some sort of uh, 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 enigmatic red energy emanating from his left hand. And uh, after painfully landing on his side and trying to make it look like he's not hurt, uh, he's going to go ahead and reach out with his left hand and try to hit this thing with a chill touch. Okay, so you want to stay prone and you're you're grabbing an ankle? 
Yes. Yeah. Um, it's sorry, not an what? attack action. It does not provoke an attack of opportunity of any kind. Uh, it is simply a touch that makes them make a fortitude save. Are you right. doing it? I'm making that fort save. I've rolled a 19. I think that Holy might be cow. Might be a critical yeah. success. <laughs> what, what what was the spell you're casting? Chill touch. Chill touch. Oh. Get that out of my face. I I, I don't want to hear none of these cantrips, folks. Then why would I have them? <laughs> none of them. Uh, no. Is there is there anything on? Is it just a regular uh, fortitude DC same through is there yeah no uh, if it's an undead creature it would have been flat footed for one round on a failed fortitude save but uh, since it succeeded spectacularly as is what always happens when Patrick is uh, behind the NPCs uh, nothing happens wait uh, I think so, it's still flat footed because I think it would say if a critical success negated. Well, hold on a sec. Um, so, so, it's a, so it says uh, the target is flat footed for one round on a failed fortitude save. Oh, on a failed one. Gotcha. All right. Oh, never mind. Well, then we right. are, we are on. Don't. Well, no, the good news is you've not taken its attention enough to probably attack you on the next turn. Um, bad news is does not succeed, which means we're back to top of turn two with Kovic. That's what I meant. I apologize. I did not mean to swap no. the success and failure. My bad. Uh, so good. Basically, nothing happens. <laughs> hey, you're you're almost flanking with this. Uh, I guess you know you're still flanking. You're still threatening with Kovic. Oh yeah, it, uh, trust me. <laughs> He's threatening this thing. It's <laughs> very threatened. <laughs> He's just got the dagger up there. Okay. He's like, I'll do it, dude. Uh, I'll do it. <laughs> you, uh, Kovic, is greatly enjoying this this challenging enemy and maybe he sings out a battle cry or a, 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 a song oh tyler and i want to hear your orcish battle cry please no, well, i'll get or to song. writing one i want to hear the song no i just want to hear i just want to hear the chilling roar <laughs> of a half orc ranger Oh, that's gonna that's gonna keep me warm and fuzzy for a few weeks. I don't know about um, you, Patreon listeners. I'm glad. Let's hope the attack roll. Zach's magnificent as his uh, bellowing. Uh, oh, you know, I trust battle fury. I trust. We are gonna do. We are gonna give this the gravity weapon. Uh, he's gonna put some more force behind this. Mm. Everything he's got. So imagine you're doing kind of a. Um, a shot put spin attack with the sword, just <laughs> charging yeah. it up like Link. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, great sword uh, coming at you. Absolutely. Does a 20 hit. Oh, yeah. It's flat-footed right now. You're doing that. Very good. That is going to be 17 points of damage. Whoa, That. what is this booty called? <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold the phone. <laughs> it is, uh, I mean, gravity weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, all it does is I get some bonus damage based on the damage dice for uh, this particular plus, weapon. Plus two or something here? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, but because you have, have marked this your foe, you're also getting some additional damage from I'm that, correct? Also getting some additional oh, precision boy. damage. Oh, if this Rangers. thing can take precision damage. Rangers are dangerous. Uh, undead? Yeah, right? Okay, then. And we're going to do uh, a second attack, then. Right? One, two, yes. I have to be more careful. Oh, an 18 on the dice for a 25. That's a hit, too. Eight points of damage. Oh, is it only your first attack each turn? 
Yes, the precision is only on the initial strike against your hunted quarry. Okay, let me do some math here. Ooh, this thing is still up, and... Oh, you shouldn't have given this another round, because it's got multiple targets. Uh, I I wasn't too worried about it, because I'm going down no matter what. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say, Jabert? I'd like to imagine that. No, that's just me saying. I like to imagine that Bartleby popped up behind Patrick. Just like, can I do the math, please? <laughs> I just want to do math. Like, I don't want to fight in the undead. Let me oh. recalculate. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. First attack definitely going against Kovic, which has nearly felled this beast. Oh, miss? Just a hit. Oh, just exactly a 19. Seven on the dice. And another seven points of damage. Oh, you see a draw unholy strength from that hit. Is Kovic still up? Yes. Okay. Do I need to make a fortitude save? Oh, yes. Yes, you do. Ooh, but you have I think succeeded. That yes. is good. That is good. That could have that could have been bad. Well, don't worry, because it uh actually it knows it's actually kind of hard to hit you. Let's let's share some of the wealth here and Sharga get up in this second attack. Wee whoop whoop. Oh, a nine on the second attack is gonna be a miss against Sharga. What about this very small <laughs> kobold behind no. the creature uh, on the ground? <laughs> prone with the third attack. Yeah, natural. Oh! <laughs> a Not gonna greedy happen. twenty and then a greedy one. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't think it was that greedy. A, a prone. That's <laughs> true. That was the ground, yeah. more of a sure deal. Almost. Really hoping. But no, actually, Ozzy's got a pretty good uh, armor class. Anyway, that is its turn. It's just flailing about trying to drag its claws across your guys' flesh uh, as we go on to Bartleby again. Mm. This it, it doesn't look like it's being held together with much necrotic force left in its bones. Yeah, I don't like don't like how high its fortitude save is and those heals are actually pretty valuable to me so i'm going to reach into my fey past and um see if i can make a little something special happen here and uh uh i'm going to pull down an electric arc and oh yeah. Electricity. Oh, minimum oh. damage. No. That's, that's, that's amazing a damage. Reflex save. This thing tied around the neck via a collar. Uh, believe it or not, I'm going to give this a little bit of a negative on its reflex save, which is already its worst save. Excellent. But I've rolled a natural Jeez. 20, so kind of go get stuff. Jabert, <laughs> kind of. There's no helping you guys. I'm so right. sorry. I'm casting a, I'm casting a one action heal on it then. So make a fortitude <laughs> save. Oh, oh. No, Jabert, no, I yeah. take it back. I'm sorry. You've already wasted the 20. Uh no, your one action you'd have to move up on it, right? Um Oh touch. right, that's that's not a oh, Jabert Guidance was... on my friend Sharga. Sorry, take take that again, Jabert. You, uh, you froze for us. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yes, that's right. Uh, the one action heal is a touch, a range of touch. You have to do a touch attack in that case? No. Or a, um, an attack. No, you just t- you just reach out. Yeah, you just reach out and touch him. Oh, no oh touch but you can't, you can't move and do this. I got gotcha. you. No. Uh, so, I'm sorry, what do you want to do? So, instead, I'm just going to reach down low, and I'm going to touch Sharga on the shoulder, and I'm going to say, Phrasma believes in you. 
Oh, shark casting guidance. So you get a plus one on this coming attack roll. Oh, next in the turn order, Sharga. This could be it, All folks. Right. Sharga, Sharga has a really, really good feeling about this. She is going to invoke Furious Finish Oh, to try yes. to deal some extra damage uh, with oh. a successful attack. So I have a plus one to this attack roll, thanks to Bartleby. Mm. We will see if I roll poorly. I kind of wish you had the hero point. Not oh, point. no. That's only a 15. <laughs> oh, dude, your damage is so That's crazy. If you could roll above uh, like an eight, that would be Sorry. so Unbelievable. Sorry, Rebecca. Unbelievable. So, so that's not including the plus one. So yeah, yeah. it's a 16? 16? Oh my goodness. If that chilling touch had gone off and it was flat-footed, yes, but that's a miss. Still a miss. Still have other attacks, right? Yeah. Ready up that second attack you got going. Yeah, but does that end my rage if I... It does. Declared it does. furious finish. So this would just yeah. be a normal. Oh, well, now you're fatigued, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's it not can... something in second edition barbarians. I think. Is it not? You don't become fatigued uh, when I you think it is. rage? It is. Is it? Yeah. After you stop. No, it, it says after you stop raging, you lose any remaining temporary hit points and you cannot rage again for a minute. Yeah, I don't. don't but I'm not fatigued. I'm no, only fatigued under certain circumstances. But yeah. in the case of um, furious finish. finish, let me double check. Yeah, that one might might make you. But I think the regular barbarian. Yeah, I'm fatigued until I rest for at least ten minutes after oh, using okay. furious finish. So so not a regular ending of a, a rage condition, but the, your special oomph that you put behind it. Okay, so you've got you've got a little uh, some negatives here, but you still got attacks, right? Yeah. So what I should have done in hindsight is uh, try to demoralize, I, right? Would that? I have don't know helped? if you can even demoralize. I think I would have attacked, and then maybe tried to use demoralize on like the second attack. I something. mean, I can well, do that no, now, I mean, right? Yeah. I don't know. What does demoralize do? Uh, it makes them frightened, which is I don't think this undead creature can be frightened. Oh, okay. So usually demoralized would give you the frightened one condition unless you critically succeeded, which then it would be frightened two. Frightened gives you a minus one to all checks and uh, skills. Knowledge, uh, religion. You can tell if um, it it would be susceptible to that or not, but that is an action to do. So, Okay. Uh, Could I try to demoralize it? I mean, do I have to find out if it can be demoralized? Like, that's kind of a waste of an action, right? Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, so demoralize as part of uh, intimidate? Yeah, so I have a feat for raging intimidation (coughs) that would have allowed me to intimidate or to demoralize while raging, which you normally can't do. But since I have a feat to do that, I'm just asking if that would have helped me at all. Would that have? No. No. Okay. Fatigue doesn't, ma- or uh, frightened doesn't make things easier to hit. It okay. makes things harder to hit other, do other, do its stuff. Okay. It's more like off target versus flat footed in Starfighter terms. Yes. In Star I speak in Starfighter terms. terms. <laughs> I've played that a lot longer than anything else. Okay. I speak in the land of sci fi. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so I am going to then take my, this is my second attack, uh, with mm-hmm. my great axe, not raged, 
Uh, if I'm fatigued, does that impact my roll here? Yes, this will be a minus one on to, addition to the other minuses. To the attack? Yes. Yep. Okay, that uh, would be a 21 with the negative. Just roll a 19. That That's always going to be a good idea. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. If only yeah. I could do that on the first try. But uh, so that would be 14 slashing damage. Oh, yeah. And with that, you cleave this thing nearly in yeah. Who needs furious finish when you can just, yeah. you know, hit them with a great axe? Oh, yeah. But don't worry. It's going to try to attack you before it's dead, dead. Of oh, course. Right. As long as it's not Forget me. Uh, yeah, uh, because Shargaland is final blow, it's going to reach out and just try and ah, claw at you. And it does so. 13 on the dice as a hit. Maximum damage, oh. nine points. And make me a fortitude save as this thing's last gasp attack. Fortitude save. That's my best save. Mm. I it's believe a 26. It. Yeah. And you succeed. No drain for you. This thing is destroyed. This undead creature. Well done. Um, I, I imagine in the time they've known each other, uh, Sharga and Kovic have a like. Instead of doing like a high five or a fist bump, they bash their weapons together, <laughs> kind of like a like hockey players with their sticks or something. Just like what's your weapon? Clang. That's a great sword, and yours okay, is a great, a great axe. Great axe and a great sword. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, right, it's maybe uh, oh, a round or two later. You guys can collect yourselves. Looking at the white you killed, the the pole in the mist down below that was holding this thing when it goes limp, it uh, it also is, is dropped to the ground. Um, you can try and peer through the the battle um, mist on the deck below, but it doesn't sound like it's going well. You see uh, a harrowing sight as on the opposite. The, the four-deck bridge, uh, you see the captain kind of laying prostrate across the railing here, a chillish marine stabbing into his side. And uh, as a, oh, perhaps an unnatural wind blows across the deck, uh, you see, mm -hmm, well, you see a number of chillish marines have charged over and taken the, the main deck of the Vorse Fang, uh, and are are putting your pirate brethren on their knees, uh, those who are not already cut down to pieces here. And as the, the mist clears, you see on the enemy ship, the the captain looking over and a number of uh, blistai pointing in your direction as Chelish guards and Marines come up and demand that you lay down your weapons and submit or die. Patrick. Well, mm -hmm. we only got one episode to know these characters, but <laughs> uh, it was an honor. Is there a dinghy on this on this ship, the Forest Fang? That's a great question. So I I thought it was a good question. That's why I asked it. Yes, it's on the main deck. The lower main deck. Surrounded, surrounded by, by chelish. chelish Marines, yes. Yeah, okay. I throw down my dagger. <laughs> 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 I guess we're going to Chelyax, boys. Yeah, Hands yeah, up. Yeah. I'm trying uh, to get to Chelyax anyway. Wait, so <laughs> I was going to say, right? this is my ride like, back to West Crown, any, gang. Bye. We have no loyalty then, right? Like, is there any reason to fight back? I mean, does anyone no. have a character motivation to fight well, back? Hold on. Uh, <laughs> as established, and I don't think we even need a sailing war for this one. We understand that these people are just going to kill us. 
Oh, more than likely. Piracy is a crime, silly billies. I don't know if you guys uh, have caught up with that in this AP so far. Right. right. You're not following the laws. So, my question is, um, if the dinghy is not readily available, um, what does the horizon look like? You're not too, too far off from the coastline as you try to make a last stand um, within shouting distance of a, a small cove. But um, jumping off here, uh, you, you can tell one of the most often used tactics in, in boarding an enemy vessel is, of course, chumming those waters. And you see all kinds of delicious, evil fish in, in the, the waters around the Vorsfang. Uh, we can take this to round two of combat where I get to pull out sharks and and various eels and what have you. Uh, but you know, that might be, unless you are a magnifique swimmer, a certain death. Understood. And also, they can probably shoot you with a ballista for a few rounds. Yeah, probably. Depending um, on... We can, we can make this a fun end of the episode. No, uh, you, see, that, that's see, the, uh, the, the, the reason why I'm asking these questions mm-hmm. is because... Uh, there's no loyalty here. Uh, uh, Ozzy isn't a fan of the captain necessarily. Oh, good, because uh, he's dead. Yeah, you know, he's not too worried about that whole situation, but he also doesn't necessarily want to die if he doesn't have to. Like, uh, could I maybe make a perception check to see if there's some place we could squirrel away to or, or hide in that uh, if we haven't been noticed already, I guess. Oh, no, you've you've been noticed by okay. several several of these Chiliax Marines as they have... Um, I'm in the, I, the, I would like to see if I can talk my way out of this Oh, good. Here. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> let's, right. let's make those uh, diplomacy rolls. Yeah, Bartleby is going to step forward and say, oh, <laughs> oh, you found us. Thank you. Oh, it's goodness. At, it's at this point, you know, as you're getting corralled down below deck there's a a deathly pale chelish captain uh, a woman just kind of wrapped in darkness and she throws back her hooded cape uh she has deep set eyes and you see a a row of of rotten teeth um behind her thin unnaturally white lips this is who you get to uh to chat with Jabert. that looks oh boy that looks Let's real bad. Captain Savantris Tisserand of oh. the Famished Maine. One second here. Is that an undead? <laughs> I was really hoping I would roll low on that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, knowledge religion. Uh, you see certain effects and symbols marking this as perhaps a uh, necrotic worship, worshiping um, cleric. Uh, All right. A, a few right. different, uh, perhaps profane uh, goddesses and gods represented on their person. Okay. Okay. So somebody who I'm sort of alignment-wise opposed to here. Mm-hmm. Someone who would support or who would uh, endeavor to create undead is... <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody worshiper of Phrasma has got some problems with. However, I don't see her creating any undead right now. <laughs> I'm sure we can all just work something out. Um, I indeed, I'll step forward and I'll say, "Ah, yes, you found us. We were we were taken, you see, by these uh, by these these ruffians forced to do manual labor. Look at these hands! But you, you have come and, and plucked us from the jaws of death upon this 
vile ship. Ah, but we have skills that we may aid you with if you are to take us home. Indeed, I am from West Crown. I come from the cloister of Farasma in uh, Yoncheliax, and I have been on a long journey merely trying to find my way home. Surely we can come to some arrangement. Uh, yeah, make, make me that diplomacy check. I want to see how this plays out. Oh, so close to that natural 20. That's the, that's the great that's the great thing is that this is not a deception roll in this case. Don't you have a uh, hero point still? I do. Patrick, I yeah. do. Is there any way we can assist with like an intimidation? Oh, no. <laughs> no, he, he, usually you can't. It sounds like he's, he's, he's doing the opposite of what you might want to do okay. with this lady. Uh, yeah, so as, as you're talking to her, she'll, you know, silently just stalk around you, um, taking a look. Maybe at these. Stand as tall and as proud as I possibly can. <laughs> I can lift you up if, if it would help. No, that will just make me look even less dignified. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't she- like people seeing me without my shoes on. <laughs> I mean, she's definitely eyeing you as flesh and bones, not as beings here. And we'll we'll kind of hunch over to to talk to you, Bartleby, as you hear this this wispy voice says, uh, "As a, a member of Cheliax, you know the rules as well as I. Piracy is outlawed. There is but one punishment." She'll call out to the, the rest of her crew and says, Lock them in hold while we scour the ship. Pirates on these seas get no mercy. You all, uh, in your remaining pirate ilk, there are few of you left, are browbeat, um, perhaps taking some more non-lethal damage here as you are pushed and shoved by uh, still about a dozen chelish marines and sailors uh, down into the hold of the ship uh, where you, I mean, most everyone that's thrown down here is already dead or dying. Uh, you see the, the first mate, Sheila Lunatier, looking sick and tepid herself, perhaps with some claw attacks from uh, some other undead creature during the attack. I, I will tend to the wounds as I am able while we are down here. Yeah. Do you have some, some stabilize? Okay, I've got uh, stabilize. I've got healing. I've got some battlefield medicine or some battle medicine. Mm-hmm. I can try sort of rolling on various people, um, um, specifically Tyler. Yeah, that'd be mm, great. You know, 15, <laughs> 15 points of healing. Yeah, I, I imagine like Kovic would not want to be taken prisoner, but he is so uh, drained. Oh, From you might get knocked condition. unconscious by the first attack. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that if they, <laughs> I think all they had to do was touch him. And he kind of Most of the goes uh, out. Marines have boarding pikes, but yeah, they'll give you the, the bludgeoning end of it uh, non-lethally as they're, you know, poking and um, uh, whapping people upside the head here, crawling you down below and on the top deck. You guys, as you're you're healing up and trying to catch your second wind you hear these heavy footsteps of the marines above you and maybe a minute or so later um they become lighter and lighter uh and replaced with uh the sudden sound of um liquid coming from the the top deck a single drop which hits uh kovic's forehead drips down your orcus features 
into your your maw and you get to the taste of a greasy chemical um odor filling up your your nostrils here uh unmistakably that of lamplighter oil well it was a good run gang it is not far past that you will realize your your fate here that uh waves of flames begin crawling over the the ceiling the the top deck engulfed as you hear an explosive blast of fire take over the the top deck of the the Vorsfang and with its uh, uh, explosives set off, the the top deck um, explodes in, in wooden splinters. And uh, below you, um, perhaps uh, one of your pirate allies here comes up and says that they've they've uh, put a hole in the side of the ship, and there's a lot of water leaking in from the underside. With fire on the outside, it is a a grim time. I'm going to go ahead and start casting bless and sustaining mm. that, and I'm going to try to emanate it out to uh, everyone in the hold. Blessings we, of Phrasma to the lead blessing you into of the Phrasma next life. To lead us, lead us into the next life uh, <laughs> peacefully yeah. that we may be judged well by the Lady Phrasma. Because we can, we can pretend to do fortitude saves all day here, but you guys feel uh, pretty soon light in the head as the flames of Avernus, the realm of yeah. Barbatos, starts licking at your brow. Quick question. Um, mm-hmm. So I assume weapons have been taken from us, right? Um, yeah, probably not uh, confiscated, but dropped on the the top deck above Shh. where you guys were taken. Sure, but aside from that, like, would they have bothered to remove all of the religious trinkets and charms and fetishes? Oh, no. Okay, not at all. Uh, because through all of this, uh, Oz seems pretty calm, and and anybody who observes him can see him kind of moving mm-hmm. from one symbol to the other. You can kind of see him kind of his eye is turned upwards looking at nothing in particular as though he's trying to hear or feel something and then he moves on and and <laughs> as uh, as Bartleby starts to, to get, deliver this blessing of Phrasma, he had just finished rubbing the symbol of Phrasma on his neck and he's moved on to something else at this point. <laughs> That's maybe not the way you, f- you feel like Ozzy's going out. Just trying to see if anybody's listening, you know? Mm-hmm. Of course, there's no one out there for uh, a rowdy rebel crew of, of pirates such as yourselves. The the chelish pirate hunters job nearly done. Uh, they begin retreating back to the famished main. The captain... Uh, smiling devilishly as she enjoys staying as long as she can to hear the cries of her victims uh, calling out, giving their their swan songs uh, to her ears. But it's at that point, of course, when we decide whether you live or die, uh, that is a tale for another time here on Dead Men Roll No Crits. And that time is right now, because as soon as... Uh, you guys are left to your fate and the Chelsea Marines start escaping. A ship known as the Tidebreaker uh, spots smoke across a small strip of a land west of Shark Island. And Captain Cassius, uh, you hone in on, on this this scene and see a Chelish clipper. This pirate hunter sails still furled and attached by planks and ropes to what looks like an aflamed pirate brig. Uh, half limping in the water. It looks like the enemy vessel is getting ready to shove off and uh, make for open waters. Uh, what 
what does the tidebreaker and her crew want to do? Is it time to give up on these level two characters or not? Crew gaze upon the fiery blaze of failed pirates, and that could be us any day. That is why we <laughs> must face each day with a zeal unlike any other. Anyway, goodbye to them, and good fortune to all that sailed on those decks. Right. Yeah. Look Honestly. at what happened to those guys who crossed that one ship. Yikes. <laughs> Honestly, that looks like that looks like a lot of trouble. If I'm yeah. if I'm being real. Can Jack Jack is, is there. He's like, I can hear them, Captain. They're still pirates on the ship. Oh no, my cousin. Alaris, <laughs> as you know, a follower of Desna and uh, the first mate. Can she? I don't know. Maybe be looking through binoculars from the crow's nest and and. Uh, oh, you're up in the crow's nest with uh, Scrimshaw Jack. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you Might can climb well up there. Be. Uh, and uh, uh, wonder if there might be something strange afoot with that ship in the distance. Can I, oh. I mean, is there something she can glean? Oh, there are a number of, uh, of hands and faces pressed against the, um, uh, the iron bars of the, the main hold uh, that seem to be locked on, on the, the bottom deck that are still alive and being uh, burnt alive as as we speak. You are pretty certain that uh, at full speed you could intervene and perhaps uh, save some of them or stop the enemy ship, um, both if you have the gumption to do so. Okay, I think barring any sign from her captain that we are rushing toward this smoking ship... Um, she would look for some sign from Desna to make that to to uh, you know uh, prompt her to make that recommendation to her captain. Uh, what do you say, Ozzy? You got any uh, Desna trinkets on you? You praying to for a bird? You can gods. fly at me. He has he has a trinket for every known and many unknown nuts. Are, are the are the Chiliacs? Are those the evil people we don't like? Oh yeah, they're they're just the worst. Yeah. Well, that's what our ship was, right? Before we turned it into the Tidebreaker. Ours, the... ours was Rahadumi. Oh, yes. okay, okay. Uh, you're um, thinking about um, Merrill's? The 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 sunken ship off of Bone Rack Isle was a Chelish vessel. Gotcha. And, uh, okay. You, With the eel. You've inside? seen. Yeah, you've seen. Uh, firsthand, their use of undead shock troops in in hunting pirates, oh, yes. per, perhaps gone awry, and the fact that ghouls and ghasts had taken over Pone Wreck Island. Um, yeah, I mean they're they they are evil, but they are also um, they hate pirates as well. Lawful, lawful yeah. evil. I guess lawful evil versus chaotic evil is a good yeah. example of that. Uh, I mean, Cassius I knows mean, that this could have as easily been your ship if you had uh, perhaps set sail a little earlier that morning or a little later the day before. True. Well, Cassius is conflicted, but I think even conflicted mainly because he does not want to invite danger where it is not requested, but the thought of watching people burn alive also displeases him greatly, so... Um, is he seeking I, counsel from his officers? I mean, I think you kind of can see him, you know, just kind of mulling it. Like in, he's kind of like anxiously tapping his foot, you know, or or, or twirling a, or twirling a knife as he mulls over something. Um, 
I think Hanta would approach uh, Cassius looking at the scene. Because can we see both ships? Uh, yeah, pr- pretty well. It is um, getting later on in the, the evening here. So um, perhaps some pink and orange skies behind these vessels and the the flames lighting up both both ships in the growing darkness. Um, so, yeah, uh, observing this, uh, he'll look at Cassius and say, are you deciding whether to do something? I am trying to... I'm trying to configure the probability in my head that there might be someone on that ship that could be worth saving, ransoming to a wealthy friend or noble or family. Because it's either we get something out of this or we have to fight that there chelish vessel and potentially burn like the others. Is the other ship a pirate vessel? If they burnt it like that, I'd be guessing that it is. What if there's someone like us on it? Oh, Honto, I'm pretty sure there's no one like you on that there vessel. (laughs) Definitely not like a, a smaller, more compact version. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd be right. I think we cannot turn a blind eye to to those so cruelly left to a fate that might not be worthy of be proper punishment for their actions. I think at we that, should intervene. At that, he'll uh, go ahead and uh, give a, a the Honto signature of a solitary nod, uh, twirl his spear, and uh, go about to alert anybody, any of the regular combatants of the vessel to let them know that they need to get their weapons. Shields up, swords out as, oh yeah, the Tidebreaker uh, has a pretty big advantage over this small clipper and uh, you make way before the Famish mains uh, able to get its sails down. What happens next? What you do uh, as you draw close Everyone on board the Vorsfang can hear this enemy captain screeching into the night sky. No quarter, no pirate leaves here tonight alive. Fight, men, until Abaddon takes your souls. What exactly happens is a tale indeed for another time here. on. Hold on, can I just say one thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Alaris is uh, seeing all of this happen below on the deck and across on those other decks. Uh, She would first turn to Jack Scrimshaw, who is next to her in the crow's nest, then turn to Rotgut, who I'm sure is right next to her because he is clearly a sign from Desna that she is on the right path Mm -hmm. and is going to uh, nod knowingly and heroically uh, uh, slide down the ropes of the sails to join her crew on on the deck of the Tidebreaker. Are you ready for a fight next week? Oh, I, I suppose so. so. Next week's not good for me. Oh, oh we'll, we'll push this back then. Maybe <laughs> okay, we'll have a little you. cliffhanger here uh, of what happens in in this encounter. There are still many a chillish marine and Oh, this evil captain to deal with. I am happy we're going to get to potentially murder this evil captain. (laughs) And we'll put a a timer on your... That captain is a stinko. I don't like her one bit. (laughs) We'll we'll put a timer on um, your new PC's uh, lives. We'll see see if you can keep them alive. Um, I'm going to start the bookie. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Everyone in the Patreon. Place your bets. See lives who fails we'll make some fortitude saves for real uh next time on tip and roll no crits uh guys 
there's so many pirate stories to tell. Um, this is one of my favorite encounters from this book is, is three ships and, and what happens when uh, you interrupt another act of, I guess, anti-piracy. <laughs> justice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, lawful evil justice for sure. Yeah. As um, we've, we've altered this from the original AP as uh, we've introduced some new characters to have fun with. Uh, and we will see if they, they survive next time. Um, guys, thanks for making all new PCs and playing with me this week. Thank, Thank you, Patrick. You. Thanks, Thank you, Patrick. I, I guess, Patrick. More pirates from here on out. Uh, Patreon subscribers, uh, you know what the deal is. You you should be, at this point, making your own pirates and getting ready to join the crew of the Tidebreaker. But until then, thank you so much for subscribing, supporting this, and Cosmic Crit. And we will see you next time on the Tidebreaker here on Dead Men Roll No Crits. Yarg! Yarg! See you later, everyone. See you later. <laughs>